go. And welcome to episode 422 of the Pitch. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian, and this is the only podcast that says... Hi! Come on in. Drugs to the right, hookers to the left. Nice. Yeah. Little little bachelor party action there for us all. <laughs> yeah. A classic movie. I saw one time they were going to try to remake that. Can't do it. Can't be done. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. No. No, just the the, the donkey ODing on cocaine alone. <laughs> you know. Uh, what a class like who would be like one of the raunchiest movies of all time yeah Tom Hanks <laughs> right. you know try explaining that to people now nah, they're like the guy who played Mr. Rogers nah yeah yeah you know what else is a raunchy movie is um I had to turn it off because L.A. came down, but Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie, then. It is a great movie. But I had it on for a little bit, and then I yeah. was like, nah. <laughs> and it's funny because, I mean, like, I don't expect that from Cusack. Mm-mm. That's not his forte. Anybody did. Mm-mm. No, like, like, even, like, the 80s when he was doing comedies, like, you know, better off dead and stuff. They weren't like anywhere near that raunchy. <laughs> right. You know, like that's was, like, I, I was like, John Cusack did this? Wow. <laughs> it's funny, man. The other guys I get, Cusack, not so much. <laughs> right. <sighs> so good. So yeah. anyway. And I watched Anchorman. Ah, uh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it. So. That might be my favorite Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's up there. I mean, yeah, I'd say. I mean, there's like that. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, which is okay. It was almost too much. Like I I I I get it though. Like I I don't know. Like I love that movie. Like it's it's just stupid enough for me. Yeah. You know. I liked him in old school too. Oh. That's classic <laughs> Feral. I did, but that's good stuff. That was before. Yeah, that was before he was big. Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah. Once he got I mean one thing once he got big, he was still doing some funny shit for a while. But yeah. like 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 stuff like that, like old school is just like <laughs> it's like it's like Sandler and Airheads. Like when like before Adam Sandler became Adam Sandler, he did Airheads. Right, right. You know, and it's like that's like his Airheads, like because I mean, and he steals like every fucking scene he's in. I know. Like he's like, no, 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 I shouldn't, and he's like fucking doing the the funnel one and shit. Like, it tastes so good when it hits your lips. You know. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. Old school, so funny. Dude. Oh. I fucking. I just. I think I've seen it too many times, so yeah. I, I purposely don't watch it now. It's been a, it's been about a year since I've watched it, I think. But um, oh, when he gets tranquilized, it's just my oh, favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, it's so fucking good. 
Um, Sean William Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. Yeah. Anyway, Frank the Tank was good. But, Classic character. But I tell you, Anchorman's probably one of the funniest films I've ever seen in my life. It is. It like, it, it ranks is. right up into that airplane range. Yeah. Like, it's just so fucking funny. Like, I, I put it up there with, like, Caddyshack and, and fucking uh, Animal House as, like, all-time classic comedies. <laughs> and to me, that's high praise. Like, you know, like, I lo- like those are, like, the, the kings, in my opinion. And, like, I'll put it right there with them. Yeah, yeah. You know. Paul Rudd, too. I mean, like, it's really yeah. good. Really good. So... Like it and it was surprising from Christina Applegate, too. And you know it shouldn't I mean? fucking work. <laughs> it really <laughs> shouldn't. Like, that, that movie should have been awful. And it is just hysterical. <laughs> it's just good, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie, man. I, I, Even when the, the dog's in the bear pit, he's like, you know, I've, I've walked with your people. <laughs> yeah. That's my cousin. Okay. Just good writing. Yeah. And it went. It said dumb, but it was good writing. Yeah. And like, I love the another part that I like too is the um, the brawl. Oh like, yeah, the Anchorman brawl. Yeah, and then but like all the stars came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to be part of this fucking thing, <laughs> and it was just so good. Griff, you killed a man. You might want to lay low for a while. You had to try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that escalated quickly. I know, and and he was so funny. I, he was just, it was just really good. He, he's it's so tongue in cheek that like they took it so like it, it's almost like they took it so seriously that they didn't take it seriously. Right. You know what I mean like I mean cuz it's it's tongue is so planted so firmly in his cheek with everything. Right. Like but, even like the whole sex panther, you know, uh-huh. 50% of the time it works 100% of the time, you know, like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ooh, that's pugnant. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, just everything out of their mouths was funny. Yeah. I'm going to punch you right in the ovary. Yeah. I mean, but then shit's like all ad-libbed in. Yeah. Like half that movie had to have been ad-libbed by Farrell. Uh, had to have been. I agree. And then like, I think to top it off, you put an afternoon delight. And it's just yeah. like. Oh. And it's singing perfect. afternoon delight. It yeah. just works perfectly. And they're really fucking singing it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Carol's doing the high parts. It's just yeah. so fucking good. Oh. Why don't you tell me about that? Afternoon delay. So good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, classic stuff. Yeah, one of my favorite parts is when she whips him with the fucking TV antenna. I love when she <laughs> fucking breaks it off and just starts fucking whipping him with it. I was like, oh, fuck. It's fucking great. Uh, he never goes off prompter. Go fuck yeah. yourself, San Diego. 
<laughs> Lights go. Good show. Good show. Everyone's like, <laughs> it's great. I think what really worked with that too is the mustache. I think the mustache. Oh is yeah. Just, the the mustache played. It made it. Yeah. It like made it so believable. Because I remember watching fucking, not like that, but like the a whole stigma of the anchor man and you know what I mean. Like you you were there. Yeah. <laughs> Don Cannon in his blue suits and shit. I mean, <laughs> like, um, oh, I mean, Paul Long, like the, the 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 trio of Paul Long, Don Cannon, and Joe DiNardo, mm. I have no doubt in my mind would have been like an amazing six man tag team. Like, they would have gone into any bar, like any biker bar. And just whipped ass. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind. Paul Long has watched a man die, <laughs> and possibly Joe DiNardo as well. Like, you know, like, they they just like came off as like old school hardened men who just like you know weren't taking shit from anybody. Like, so what if I'm a I'm a weatherman? I will still kick your ass. Right, you know, don't. Fuck he was like the ringleader of the. He was like the ringleader of the bum fights. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Hey, you like, fight this, you get a coat. Yeah. Just letting you know. That's how Don Cannon got his coat. He won the bum fights. <laughs> For those who don't know, like in the seventies and eighties, like Paul Long and Don Cannon were like, you know, the premier anchors in the Pittsburgh area. Like they, 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 yeah, that was like Action News Four, and then mm. Joe DiNardo was the weatherman for that, 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 sh- that, that news program. And like, I mean, it was like, they were the kings. There was no women, no skirt. Yeah. The only other person that I can think of that was like, <clears throat> like, um, that much of a personality back then that I, that just that I can recall, is John Cigna. On Kenny K. Oh yeah. You remember John Cigna? Yeah. Big guy. Yeah, but he didn't have like that that rough and tight like like I said like I believe Paul Long like killed a man and watched him die. <laughs> you know like John Cigna was like that the jovial like morning KDKA uh a uh, you know radio guy like yo hi this is Cigna in the morning you know you just like imagine him like being like. The happy guy eating a donut, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, having Don a cup Cannon of coffee. Up, they fired him eventually for drinking. I think. Oh. Wasn't it drinking? I he think like so. Yeah. Drunk. Like it, was, it became like a whole thing. Like I think you got, like you got into the nineties, and it was like you know, like Don was like like behind on camera, like you know, with like a a bourbon and. And Coke, <laughs> you know, like in his, in his coffee mug. <laughs> They're like, Don, you, you can't do this. I'm like, don't tell me what to fucking do. I'm Don Cannon. <laughs> you know? We got to let him. you go, Don. See him, in, seen him in airways? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like, like Sally Wigan was always like the one who was like, everybody said she was like, when the, the, the six o'clock news went off the air, she went, you know, Still in makeup, straight to the bar. Really, I didn't know. That. Yeah, oh, I've always heard that about Sally Wigan. Like she had a, it was like six thirty-one. She had a beer in her hand. Right. Yeah, you know, so crazy. Yeah. 
I've always heard stories like that. Like, you know, you, you talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, so and so. And I like to tip the old bottle. I'm like, do you blame them? <laughs> <laughs> I do it Pittsburgh News. <laughs> oh, another great part of that was the jazz flute. That was good. Oh, dude. yeah. Jazz flute. I mean, but who, who fucking does that? No. thinks of something like that? Fucking playing aqua lung and shit. Yeah, but who thinks of shit like that? That's oh, fucking terrible, crazy. Apparently. Like that's a that's a, a type of genius that you just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like I hate to say it like that, like I don't really, but like it is. I mean, like that's the type of shit like only a genius would come up with. <laughs> I sure as fuck wouldn't. I wouldn't have come up with jazz flute, you know. But <laughs> Farrell does, and it's it's comedy gold. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple movies he put out that was comedy gold. And, that, and this was one of them. Yeah. Elf was another one. Yeah. That was gold. Nah, that's a good movie. But I think, I, I, I mean, don't even like, Farrell does, I mean, playing the, the elf, I mean, he, 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 but I think that, that part of that is Favreau, too. I mean, I think that's, uh, Big John yeah. staring him in the right direction. <laughs> but like I think of like movies like like Ricky Bobby and then uh the other guys. Oh yeah, that was good though. Yeah. That was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> that was real good. Like he's like You feel good? You're a big man. Okay, big boy pants on. <laughs> Yell with <laughs> it. And, and then, like the whole thing, like, 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 what is he's like, this is your wife? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's okay looking. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Who was it? I forget. Fucking um, Wahlberg. Wahlberg was the other guy. Well, who was his? His wife was like, what's that? Uh, Eva Longoria. Oh, was it? Yeah. It yeah. Was it. And she's like, <laughs> at one point, like, she goes out there, like, they're passing messages back and forth with like her mother. Yeah. And like it's like these like erotic she's like, I'm not comfortable saying this to my daughter at all. Like you gotta tell her. Like finally, like they just like even like Gory comes out like like they're just fucking in like this like mulberry bush or some shit. Like it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> he has this like like masculinity that like no woman can like he even at one point like they go to see his ex and like her husband's like, I'd like to just watch you fuck my wife. <laughs> like, like Wahlberg the entire time. I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Him? Like, oh, he's so masculine. That first meeting with Wahlberg and his wife was funny too. Yeah. His face was, he just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sure. And he was, I loved how Farrell, like, he kept knocking her down two steps too. Yeah. Like I for like it was so weird. It was so weird. It's like this weird control thing. But he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't like what you're wearing tonight." Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, "What?" Waller's like, "You look fine. You look fine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> so good. That's yeah, fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. <laughs> Oh. 
Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Jack shit this week. No? No. I'm thinking. I don't think I did either. No. I don't think I did either. No. No, like, I... I don't watch them nothing, but, like, I'm in season nine, almost to season ten. One more season to go of SG-1. Yeah. Yeah. One more. Like, I'm, at that, I'm at that point where it's like, you know, okay, I'm ready. Because they've even, like, like Richard Dean Anderson's no longer on the show. Okay. You know. And, like, the guy that they replaced him with was the the main character from, uh, the guy who played the main character on Farscape. Yeah. Who, who I like a lot. Like, I like I liked his, him on Farscape. And, uh, <clears throat> so it's like, I'm still, like, okay with it, but it's like, I'm ready for the show to end. Yeah, yeah. Like, and there's a ton of like spin-offs and one-off movies and shit. I was like, I know I'm gonna end up watching this, but that might be a while down the road. Like, Stargate Atlantis can wait a while, <laughs> you know. Was that a series too? That was, yeah. And then it was Stargate. <laughs> I think Stargate Atlantis was a series, and I think um, there's Stargate Universe, which they speak very highly of. Then I think there were two movies that were derivative Jesus. of. The shows in the mythology. Holy hell. Yeah. I mean it's it was like it's still really popular. Like if you if you like, you know like Reddit forums and shit like that, people are still talking about it. I mean and they just I saw a thing where they were talking about doing a revival of it again. Oh god. Yeah. With like continu- continuing with like the story like from the movies and the T V shows and shit. I'm like that's impressive that you could pull that off. <clears throat> right. In my, like, there are a lot of shows that have a lot of deep followings, like like Supernatural, you know, mm. Firefly for the one season in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Star Trek alone, you know, that's a fandom all in itself. But, like, you know, but like for, like, this show, which is, I'm, I'm not going to call it an under-the-radar show, but it, it's definitely not... It's not something I don't think anybody considers like a top tier fandom per se, right. but yet looking at it, it, it probably should be because I mean, they've spawned multiple spinoff shows. They've, you know, multiple movies and, and now they're talking about reviving a show that's been off the air for quite some time because it's still that popular. Yeah. That's impressive to me. Like I didn't realize the depth of the fandom the popularity of that show until I started kind of watching it and kind of immersing myself a little bit into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like, I mean, it would be, it would almost be like somebody saying, okay, well, we're going to bring back Battlestar Galactica and just continue where we left off. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, that, that's kind of where like, and, and people would be like, can't wait. What like the cast? Even like some of the cast are like, yeah, sign me up. I'm right there. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! This, these are dedicated people. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of supernatural and their fandom, did you see the shit that went down 
a couple I days. I got yeah. a glimpse of it, but I didn't really. Like, I'm not entrenched. Like, I mean, I, I know enough about that show because Nancy watched it that I know, uh-huh. like, the generalization of it. Uh-huh. But apparently, um, uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. I can't think of that. Justin, uh, Jensen Ackles, uh-huh. who played Dean Winchester. Mm. Um, he's co-producing a prequel series mm. called The Winchesters, which would be like about, I guess, the father and the mother uh-huh. before whatever happened with them happens with them. I, I know like she goes off to like... I can't remember. I, I know the, it, it. I know shit happens with both. Right. You know? right. Um, but it's one of those deals where um, apparently they wanted to do like a prequel series, like about them being hunters. Yeah. Um, which I mean that makes sense. I mean you got thirteen what thirteen fourteen years out of supernatural. Let's uh see what else we can milk out of that franchise. I get it. Right. And um, like I said, apparently Justin Eccles is heavily involved in this. I, I as far as a producer and I guess as a narrator, you know, like okay. they're saying like he would be like a, a narrator of the show. Um, but the other guy, um, Jared Palicki, apparently mm. is not involved. Okay. Well, this apparently divided Supernatural fans. <laughs> there are apparently some people who were upset that Jared Palicki wasn't involved. There were some people who were upset that other people were upset. And apparently some sore feelings between the Winchester boys. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. I guess, I, I mean, it make, makes sense. That, you know, I mean, you work with these people for this long. Mm. I know those two have become very close friends. I all three of them, like him and the guy who plays Castiel, that mm. they're all three very close friends. Now Palicki got went on to move moved on to you know he's doing the remake of Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. So I don't know if Eccles decided, well, hey, I can work with the producers on this. You know, he's he's working on something else. There's no need to involve him. You know, blah blah, yeah, and I guess I mean there was some hard feelings there. They kind of like got mentioned on on Twitter, mm. but uh, apparently, like, you know, like any fandom, immediately death threats were being thrown. And, wow! Like, like in a twenty four hour period, it's like blew up. <laughs> and like, you know, I guess Justin Eccles said he'd get online, like, hey, 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 we're still a family. Yeah, we don't do this. It's mm. all calm down. You know. We'll, we'll we'll talk it out, you know. Don't worry about it. But it was like 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 it was like a twenty four hour period where like supernatural fandom was just like at DefCon two. Yeah. Like they were they were ready to explode on each other. Pissed. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Which was like wow. <laughs> Can't believe that. So that was some exciting news. Yeah. Also, I saw um, uh, 
we talked about it last. I can't remember if I talked about it on the show with Nancy or not. I know you and I had talked about this on the show. You and I did before it got eaten by Skype. Um, but I discovered a store nearby, uh-huh. a couple blocks from the house, called the Nerd Corner. Yeah, yeah, we um, talked about. It. And. One of the things the guy that I talked to there, you know, the owner of the store, he talked about was that he uh, was friendly or friends with um, Ernie Gygax, the son of Gary Gygax, who was one of the inventors of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Gary Gygax is kind of like, you know, put on, you know, put on the pedestal of nerd culture, like the Mount Rushmore of nerd culture would be like, you know, Roddenberry, Lucas, Gary Gygax gets on there. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know who else. Maybe Cameron. <laughs> you know, depends how these Avatar movies go. But um, but Gary Gygax is like you know in 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 gaming in that in that circle. I mean, you know, he's a hot, highly thought of person. And uh, but er- so Ernie Gygax was very involved with TSR as well. TSR sold Dungeons and Dragons many, many years ago to Wizards of the Coast, who then were sold to, I believe, Hasbro. Nice. So, like, Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Magic the Gathering are, like, I believe they're owned by Hasbro and Armatel. I can't remember. But um, anyway, like, one of the things that he was talking about in, in this uh, was having Ernie Gygax come and do some guest DMing in, in the store. Yeah, which was like I thought, like wow, that would be awesome. I'm, I, that and that would be like you know in the gaming community that would be huge, and I'm, I'm sure that would bring a lot of attention to a store. Right. Well, and then conveniently I saw this story this week where TSR, the original maker of Dungeons and Dragons, is being reformed with Ernie Gygax and an executive vice president role. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now obviously they're not going to be able to make Dungeons and Dragons. But I don't think, like, they had other games that they had made. Like, TSR, first off, like, before it became like, basically the Dungeons & Dragons company, like, they made, like, map-based, you know, hexagon with little marker, like, war games and stuff like my dad would play. Um, they also made other role-playing games, like Star Frontiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they weren't just the Dungeons & Dragons company, even though that was kind of what they were known for. Um, but I believe, like all the other stuff, they still own the rights to. Is just Dungeons and Dragons that they sold off because that's all that basically Wizards of the Coast wanted for the right for the rights to like be able to use those characters in their game and make like the magic stuff in the you know work in Dungeons and Dragons. Right, right. So. Like, I, I just I found it interesting. Like T, TSR is, is getting to make this this comeback and get back into the tabletop gaming. Which I mean, there's been a boom of late with tabletop gaming. Yeah, there has. And you know, TRS is a is a name that you know old school tabletoppers are gonna you know hold in a high reverence. Um. So. One, and I'd like to reach out to the guy. I might stop by this week and talk to him. Um, like, is Ernie Guy guys going to be bringing maybe like a 
doing a play test is something that they're going to be releasing from ESR. And, uh, but two, like, I guess my question to you would be like, is this something like, I I know neither you nor I are big tabletoppers, but does this kind of like excite you a little bit? Like, Hey, you know, it's pretty neat. I think it's pretty neat. He's getting back into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or maybe it never left him. You know. Right. But I remember Star Frontiers. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to definitely look into. You know? Like, I wonder, like... I mean, I remember, like, in the 90s in particular, like, there was a, a boom, a big boom in the role-playing game arena. Yeah. Like, in the late 80s and early 90s. And then Magic hit... And it kind of like that boom dried up. But there were like other companies that were producing role playing games outside of Dungeons and Dragons. Like there was a GURPS, which like they basically you like they took licenses and created their own shit, but they all used the same game format. Yeah. So like all the all the stuff that they printed was interchangeable. Okay. So like you could like play like uh, a Dungeons and Dragons style game using their system but at the same time if you wanted to you could also take those same characters and put them into a Robotech environment because they had a Robotech license and they used the exact same game with all the same statistics and everything Yeah, yeah so like you could say well a bullet in a gangster uh, you know, a 40s, 50s gang, you know, gangster era. What effect would that have on armor from medieval times? Because yeah. the game system was com- designed that both of those things could could exist in the same reality. I see. Which was kind of an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was there was White Wolf, which had the Star Wars license and had a really really good role playing game, but it, they didn't survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, but there were other companies out there like building, like creating role playing games, and then that that bubble kind of burst when Magic hit, and and Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi Oh, and all, all like these card based games came out. And all of a sudden, like role playing games kind of went to the side. Also, a lot of people took that from the tabletop and you know went to LARPing. Yeah. Live action role play. Mm. Um. Which I tried and did not care for at all. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know. I... It was weird. I don't understand it, I guess. I... LARPing? Yeah, I just... I don't... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Was... I, I, every time someone ever mentions it, it's kind of weird, but... <clears throat> and this is a weird... Where my brain goes... But, you know, like, you know, you're doing the castle thing and then you <clears throat> pretend to stab somebody. And my brain just automatically goes to um, Paul Rubin's death and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Every time. Like, ah, yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I just. It, it was a bit I like that. I don't see it. 
like it, it was the, the game the game I played in was a more modern it took place in modern times and it was a a werewolf game. So uh-huh. I was a part I was a part of this pack and I mean it was taking place at Carnegie Mellon. You know, so we had the campus we could use like a lot of the campus. But still it was it was weird. I did it like twice. I went I went one time because I was like, okay, I want to give this a try. Like and then like I was like this is stupid, but there was a really hot chick there, so I came back a second time, and then you know, I decided you know it really wasn't worth it for the really hot chick. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like even that wasn't enough. Like I was like, uh, I feel dumb. <laughs> but I mean, there are other people. Like I know, I know a guy. He he. For I don't know if he still does it or not. I I know. I think they shut down. What like he had a long term LARP going on where like. It was kind of like a Harry Potter situation where, like, he was, like, a a principal at a, you know, a school for children with magical abilities. And, like, it was, like, this whole, whole – he had this whole thing going. It was, like – it sounded really cool, like, the way he described it. But mm. then my experiences came back to me and said, yeah, you don't want to be involved in this at all. But, <laughs> yeah. like, he really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, so like I'm not gonna say it's stupid, but it was not for me at all. Like I, that was like the the point of no return. Like I like okay, I've crossed a line that I shouldn't have crossed when it came to like <laughs> my role playing. Like I I just need to go back to like you know around a table with a bunch of friends eat, eating Doritos and and drinking YooHoo. <laughs> right, right. You know. <laughs> <sighs> But for those people who are into it, I mean, they are into it hardcore and God no, bless them. You know, there's a couple guys around here that like they're in like a uh, full uh, full on uh, like chain mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, guys. Like, and, and it looks good. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like I mean, it looks for real. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is like. I mean, it's like there's thousands of dollars invested there. Yeah. You know, with long swords and everything else and shields and well, I just I just I just don't see it. I mean I can see going to a Renaissance festival and doing it or working it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can see in it actually an active battle. I just can't. I don't know. I you know, it's different than like paintball. You know what I mean? Like with paintball you're actually aiming and shooting and, you know, it's right. war tactics and stuff like that. But, you know, pulling out a six-foot broadsword. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't know how, like, I, I don't know. Like I said, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Every time. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, ooh, e. Yeah, I just can't. I can't see it. I just can't. I just can't see it. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't my bad. Like, bag. how do you win? I mean, how do you get the upper hand? How do you, like, do you decide, pre- is it predetermined who dies and who lives? And I I don't know. I just. Like, I never got that far. Like, I like, I don't know why. Like, again, like, I, I think part of my problem is outside of, like, my circle of friends. Uh-huh. I am antisocial. 
Yeah. Always have been. So, like, putting me in a situation where, like, I now have to, like, <laughs> interact with complete strangers. But not only am I interacting with complete strangers, but I'm doing it as a completely different character. Yeah. Didn't work for me. <laughs> right. Like, the best way I can describe it is, like, I, I, I went three straight years to those pod camps. Uh-huh. And they're meant to, like, for you to meet people and network and, you know, shit like that and, like, learn from other people. I never talked to a fucking soul at any of those. No? No. Like, even, like, that, the guy who does, like, the Yajag Off podcast. Like, he's, you know, everybody knows the Yajag Off. He does a, he, for years, he, he was a, it was a blog. And he's, he's really well known. Like, two years in a row, he was like, you know. Hey, let me know when you're. I want. I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll let you know. You know. And we get there. Like I never approach him. <laughs> and he's like, well, were you there? I'm like, oh yeah, I was there. I saw you. Why didn't you talk to me? You, you look like you were busy. You know, you were talking to somebody else. I didn't want to bother you. Yeah. Like, That's what you're there for. I'm like ah. Finally, like the third year, like I had a ten minute conversation. Great guy. I tag him every week in in Twitter. You know, uh-huh. great person. Love the guy. But, you know, like, like, it took two years for me to, like, introduce myself to him. Because <laughs> I, like, you know, yeah, you're, 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 like, C-level celebrity here in Pittsburgh. You're talking to people. I don't want to bother you. Right. You know, he's like, wow. I've never met someone like you. I'm like, yeah, different. <laughs> yeah. My mom's going to be impressed that we talked. <laughs> nice. She was. I told her, like, yeah, I met, I met the guy who's the Jagoff guy. He's like, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Shook his hand. Everything. Good guy. You would have thought I met, like, you know, Dom DeLuise. Oh. <laughs> you know. My dream. Would have been See, one of my dreams. So, here's something funny. A little story time with Uncle Sean. When I was dating Renee. Uh-huh. Way back when. She went to college for, like, hotel restaurant management. Okay. Okay, so one of the things she got to do was she got to go to the Chicago Food Show. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I mean, you were in the restaurant industry long enough. You know, that's, a, that's a very big industry show. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, she was telling my parents and me, like, one time we were at the table, like, it was, like, Christmas or something. And she's telling us all about, like, the people that she met, like, you know, Emeril Lagasse and, you know, all like all these famous chefs she got to sit in and, talk, and hear and talk to and, and meet. And she's like, and uh, and Dom DeLuise. Well, my family was like, and even me, I'm like, Dom DeLuise? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> how, how are you not leading off with this? Because like, like she's talking about these chefs and we're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Emeril Lagasse, really the, the the bang guy. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, but then she had the Dom DeLuise, like it, like it's the closer, like you know, like she thought she was like you know, oh yeah, Dom DeLuise. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Dom DeLuise. And she like look all confused, like, why are you suddenly interested? Like, that's a fucking family treasure right that's there. A family treasure. Come on now. <laughs> Cannonball Run, Fatso. Oh, uh, smoking the bandit. Smoking the um, bandit. Yeah. 
fucking uh, hot stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know. There's older ones. Yeah. yeah. Dom DeLuise. How dare you hold back on Dom DeLuise? Like, damn near any 70s or 80s uh, fucking Mel Brooks movie. Oh, Dom yeah. DeLuise was in. Yeah. Dare you hold back Dom DeLuise? <laughs> She's, like, baffled by that. Like, I, I don't get this. Like, <laughs> and that's why we didn't work. <laughs> So, there you go. I watched a... Uh, <clears throat> I did watch something this week. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it was on, uh, um, like, some weird part of Disney that I've never been to before. Oh. You know, in the, in the app? Yeah. It was called Marvel 686 or 68 or something. Oh, yeah, like 686, that. yeah. Something Have like you that. ever watched that? Um... I think I watched like the first two episodes of it. Uh-huh. I haven't gotten back to it. Did you watch the one with Japanese Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, yeah. it was glorious. That was, that was <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> it was. But yeah, so I did watch that. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the low budgetry of Japanese film yeah. and, you know, cinema back then or like, TV was just so bad. Um, but there were some good points to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the whole explanation on why the comics weren't selling in Japan versus, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're more visual than they are readers. And yeah. And it's cool to see the art from back then as well. Cause it's still very, very similar to what we see now. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, that was still like, I think like, you know what Steve, Steve Ditko was still, He he was like the main artist on Spider Man, like uh, or if, whoever was the artist had to like follow that style pretty strictly. Yeah, but when they got into that TV show, did is this the one you watched, right, with the TV yeah. show? Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's what that's you know they gave him a fucking car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But you know what though, the stuff the stunt work that they were doing looked a hundred times better than the American version that they put out. Oh. But no, but it did. I mean, like I the Japanese form was just like, oh my god, yeah. how are they doing that? But it was like perfect, right? And because uh, they were accustomed to doing like low budget stunts that looked right. good, like that yeah. was like their way. You know, it was just everything else was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. But I, I liked, uh, but I liked it. But I liked how Stanley's like, yeah, it stays in Japan. <laughs> like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but it was like a huge hit, right? Yeah. But uh, so I found that I found that very interesting. I, I did, and I I really like the part where the guy on that the designer of the car or whatever like designed a transforming robot, and I thought that was the most interesting take from the whole thing. Yeah. Which eventually led to the Transformers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like this huge industry for the transform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which also you can see signs of in that show. You can also see huge signs of power Rangers and yeah. all that oh, shit. Yeah. It was like all from that show. I thought it was really, really cool. I did. I thought it was like, wow. I was like, that's really cool. I mean, yeah. it's corny, but 
you know, at least the fight scenes were good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw a commercial like some something I follow. Like they're always like showing like 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 flashback commercials like toys from like the seventies and eighties. And I remember having this. It was a Spider Man that was like retractable. He had like a okay. motor he had like a motorized like winch inside of it. Mm-hmm. So like it like he had like a little little hook, like his arm was up in the air, like pointing uh-huh. straight up. And he had like a a hook that you could like and you pull on it and the string came out and you could like hook it to something and then there was a butt like a f- switch on the back and he would pull himself up this the string yeah yeah, yeah. there's like a winch inside of there that was like you know pulling it up and it was like i always thought that was like one of the coolest things ever because like he like even had like little like accessories that like like you could have them like with like a little flashlight nice. and then like be like you know going up like kind of swinging around and like looking around, like I, it was like this odd little toy I had that I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." <laughs> right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're shit. talking about. <laughs> Remember those bath toys when you? Oh you yeah. Wind up bath toys they made when. Yeah. Oh yeah, you like spit, tw- twist the little knob. To get the the motor all revved up, and then you let it go, and it, like splash around. <laughs> yeah, like the fish and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Weird shit they made back then. Yeah, it's a it's amazing how technology advances to the point where like you know, you give a kid something like that now, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> the eight year old's like, don't give me this. I'm, I'm trying to shave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Facebook right now, motherfucker. I'm buying <laughs> cryptocurrency. Exactly. What are you doing, old man? <laughs> I remember that turtles. Do you remember the not Ninja Turtles? It was just like this turtle roller sponge that had like sponges for feet. No, I don't remember this. I tell you, use that instead of a washcloth. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Probably the most dangerous thing on earth, probably. Probably, yeah. But I just remember those weird bath toys back then. Weird. The problem with those bath toys was like the ones that were like squeakers, like balls and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Not like balls, but you know, you know what I'm saying. The ones with the squeakers are the, they would suck water in. Yeah. And then you'd let them sit for a week or whatever. Yeah. Four days, and they'd start to grow mold inside them. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you squeezed it again when you're in a bathtub and fucking cabbage came out. <laughs> it's almost as bad as a Clark bar getting in the pool. You're like, oh, get me out of fucking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's something growing in Mr. Apple. <laughs> fucking leafy greens like seaweed coming out of that toy. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Screaming. Mom, I'm scared. Meanwhile, I just watched Swamp Thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like this Beth was like after that, the first time it happened, I was like, What the fuck? And I had already been done with my bath. And the next time it happened, I remember I was like, I must have been seven or six or something like that. I fucking started screaming. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're that yeah. young, you know, you're like, get me the fuck out of here. Oh. Oh, that is killer. Kids, you know, you know, I mean kids. But those toys in her mouths and everything else. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's baby, actually. Here we go. Throw the six-year-old with a bunch of fucking seaweed. <laughs> fucking kill him. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. Uh, bad stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. It was, fun, like, it was funny today. Like We had that... Uh, Today was Nancy's birthday party, mm-hmm. and uh, Tracy came over. That's good. And um, we were in the living room, and I still got you know my my Godzilla. Oh yeah. And um, the one missing the hand, you know the the samurai. I can't remember what the hell it is, but like it's like it's actually worth a lot of money. Like I, I could probably sell it at auction and probably get like. Two or three hundred dollars for it because it can dip. Other than missing the hand, if it had the hand, it'd be worth a, a thousand. A yeah, fortune. Like it, it, I could probably get good money for it, but because it's missing the hand, I could probably I could probably still like catch catch like two, three, four hundred dollars for it. You know, because yeah. it's in really good. Like I still have the tail, the tongue still works, the paint is all still on it. Like it still looks really good. It's just missing the hand, and. uh Tracy was looking at it, and she's like, I can't believe you still have that. I'm like, yeah, it's one of the few things that survived, you know, our childhood. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you probably get good money for that. She's like eyeballing it, like, you know, eh, that's a car payment there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, <clears throat> I'm just glad it survived. You yeah, so that thing. I get the yeah, it's like an oddball thing. Like I don't know how like that sur- kind of survived, but it kind of did. Like it's it's been with like it's been with me everywhere. <clears throat> I know. You know, like and like I I just don't know how it's like it's it's still in like really good shape. You know. Yeah. Other than missing the hand. The fist though. Yeah. It's like it's so expensive. It is. Because I've looked, I've thought about like, well, I'm just gonna like see if I can buy a replacement for it. Like, you know, even that's like, you know, a hundred bucks. And it's re, it's it's re, it's not even the real one. Yeah. It's a, they made it. I yeah. mean, it looks pretty goddamn close. Yeah. But it's a reproduction. It's yeah. Not the original. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, I, don't have, I must spend that kind of money to get a replacement fist. You know, it's cool big, to have. It's a Bandai toy, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because Bandai has, has owned the rights to Godzilla forever. Yeah. Right. For the most part, I mean, like, uh, fucking whatchamacallit. Um, you know, Funko makes Godzilla stuff. Yeah, but they probably got permission. Yeah, I'm sure. Because there's no way they own rights to Godzilla. 
No, I mean, I'm sure they don't, but like, I know it's like one of those things. Like, I have like a, a Funko Godzilla, like, it's like it's not the American Godzilla, it's the Japanese Godzilla. Okay, you know, um, because I thought initially, like, you know, well, this must only be for the American version, but this is you, if you look at Adam, like, you can tell it's the Japanese version of Godzilla. Yeah, he has a neck. Oh, I see, you know. The American version, like he's all buff and no neck. Yeah, I'm looking at my two Godzillas now. Yeah. One has a neck and one doesn't. Yeah. But one's Funko and one's... That Godzilla with the neck, I think I picked him up at fucking Goodwill or something. (laughs) He throws a Godzilla away. I don't know. Who gives a Godzilla that Salvation Army or good one? Uh, um, unless it's the uh, that that '90s lizard. No, it's not. Yeah, it, it said it was Godzilla. Now you've seen I, that's the one yeah. I put the Sherlock hat on. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's that Godzilla. And Nancy got me. I've got three different versions of Godzilla. Like it, it's it's still in the cases. Mm. But um, like like from like three different movies, like Godzilla versus Destroya, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, like the 2001 version of Godzilla. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They're cherished. <laughs> I love me some Godzilla. Yeah. Anyway. Did you see the new Halloween trailer? I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty damn good. I like it. I like the tone that it's taking, and I like the twist. So we'll see. I like how it's turning on him. Because he's always been the aggressor. And now well, it we, seems like the people are becoming the aggressor. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, they're fucking, well, hey, they're like I'm fucking tired of this. I've been he's living over this shit. For years, he definitely turned up, just turned it up a little bit though. Like it, it, this looks like a much yeah. more aggressive. Like well, I'm not saying he's one, aggressive, but I, yeah. it's the first time I think where people have become more aggressive to yeah. try to kill the fucker. Yeah. We, you know we, I mean? The town is finally turning and saying we need to stop this shit. Yeah, we are going to quarter you and burn you so yeah. you can never come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's definitely like um. I was watching it, and like I was digging it. Like I, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. But like, it's definitely a different Michael. Where like, in, even like, even in the last movie, he he was kind of killed people, but he was kind of sneaking around. Like this just seems like he's just like deliberately blazing a trail. Yeah. Like you know, of destruction as he goes. Like the, if there's something in somebody in his way, I'm just gonna kill him. Yeah, like those kids in the Halloween mass. I was like, "Ooh, we're going there." Yeah, you don't see you don't see children die that much usually. I mean, you do and you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But usually, kids, you know, kids and pregnant women are kind of sometimes off limits. You know, unless you're like Skywalker, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) But they never really showed it. Right. Right. I get. I. I, I, I was making the joke. Yeah, I know. But uh, 
that's what was so surprising in, in uh, Alien Requiem. <laughs> when they fucking killed that kid right in the beginning. And they were yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. taking this kid out. We're getting like 10, 10 uh, pregnant women in labor. We're going to kill all of them and their children. <laughs> like, they just, like, like Requiem, they just fucking, they didn't care. They killed old people. I mean, they, they just fucking killed everybody in that movie. And that's why I like the movie so much because they didn't like hold back. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, it looks like he's killing kids and shit too. And it's like, woo, that's kind of all right. I mean, yes, high schoolers, slasher, yes. Right. But I'm talking like, yeah, these are trick or treaters, yeah. <laughs> right. Like he usually left the trick or treaters alone. Yeah. Like you know. Non-threatening, you know right. what I mean? Like, whatever, just keep going about your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, so I, I'm digging it. I, I'm I'm kind of curious to where it's going to go. Remember when he wiped the knife off on, it was that one on the bread slice? Yeah. It's like one of my most favorite parts of Halloween. Yeah. I was like, huh, he's wiping his knife off on the bread slice. <laughs> <laughs> How cool it, is that? <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, this this Halloween Kills looks like it definitely is turning up the intensity, as it should. Right. Um. Like I said, this should have been the third movie. That last one should have been the third movie. There should not have been anyone anything in between. Yeah. As much as I did like Halloween Four, um, because I did, um. It's probably Halloween 4 should have never been made after I saw this movie. Yeah. Because this movie made sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, Hollow, like, the last Halloween movie I got that, we discussed. I mean, it's phenomenal. And uh, this just, it honestly feels like it just, it turns up the intensity. Yeah. Which I like. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm intrigued to see kind of where it goes because, you know, they said they had a trilogy. Yeah, well, it turned up the intensity in the last one, like if you noticed. I mean, I mean, he was killing people, this, that, and the other, but then that, that fucking switch flipped at the end of the movie when yeah. it was like, ooh, shit. Like, who's the new girl? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whoa, what's going on here? This is, like, different. <clears throat> this was Lori's plan all along. Cool, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, was, it all started coming together and, like, it showed how powerful these people were. And uh, so it's just, I think it's just taking on from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just continuing this saga on from their mental attitude at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Man, was that house thing brilliant, though? I just love that part of that movie. Yeah. Just super intelligent. The way it was written. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I mean, it's, Lock it's, in and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, that's good, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of saw it, but I didn't see it. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, everything started slamming shut, and then the fucking little, you know, the little blowtorches came out. I'm like, ooh, shit, that's badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. going to burn the motherfucker alive. You know what I mean? Like, music really picked up at that point. It was like, oh, man. This is like, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is like, yeah, this is like this is how an ending should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Good good shit. 
much better than fucking Jason flying through space. I tell you that much. Anyway. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's horrible. I know. All right. Well, also, did you see the trailer for Shang Chi and the Ten Rings? Yeah. I'm gonna freely admit I don't know anything about this character. I don't either, but I'm into it. (laughs) This trailer certainly gave me more buy-in than the first one did. Yeah. I know we didn't discuss the first one. We kind of got lost on on the trailers and stuff. But um. Like this this trailer, I certainly was like, okay, I kind of see what we're doing here. I mean, you know, there's a, I mean, there's Fing Fang Foom, there's Abomination, you know. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because like my thing became like, okay, like this is interesting, but like how does this all tie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like how? Yeah. Like anything else, like even like Guardians of the Galaxy, I could see how it could tie in. Like this was the first thing I was like, ah. like I just don't see how this fits, right. you know. And 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 not, it, it just because it's like, for lack of a better term, like I, I again, I it just it's my in, unfamiliarity with the with the character. I guess. Right. Well, I don't know well either. Yeah. I was digging those ring parts. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, visually, it looked really good. Yeah. So I'm in. Plus, yeah, I'm I'm more in. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not overly excited for this movie just because again, I don't know the character. Yeah. So it's it's I'm having a hard time with my buy-in with it. Yeah. I'm having the same hard time with the you know the Eternals too because like I don't know those characters. Right. Right. Um. But, you know, you slap that Marvel logo at the beginning. I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know, I'll give it a try. <laughs> you know. Everything they've done is good. So. Yeah. You really can't, like... <clears throat> like, I was really skeptical on one division, and that turned out to be a gem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. As far as its TV line. Um. Of course, Falcon and Winter Soldier was really good, and they just touched on so many deep roots in that fucking. Yeah. They touched on, and I love that. And now with Loki, I'm liking this because I like Owen Wilson so much in it. It's yeah. not even Hiddleston. I mean, I love Hiddleston. You know right. what I mean? But it's really cool to see Owen Wilson back in acting, like this kind of acting. Yeah. Because I, I love Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it's kind of, and I didn't know, I was very skeptical on how they would even put fit him in. Yeah. Not that I don't think the guy can act. It's just not really his shtick, you know what I mean? Like, I, right. I don't know. But he's perfect. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I mean, you know, he, he, he's he been phenomenal. And it's like, you know, but the, but the problem is, like, with the three shows you just laid out, they're all established characters though. like even though it's, it's very different like, one division is extremely different loki is very different from what we're accustomed to seeing from the from marvel falcon and winter soldier felt like just like a captain america 2.5 right right uh but still extraordinarily well done 
you know, I don't know. This is their first-handed kung fu type of shit. So right, and I and I'm I think it's going to be good. I I think they are. I think they're just really, really, really in tune, and they just let them do what they got to do. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I agree. And like they're just they have a track record, right? I mean, you just keep they keep proving me wrong every fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm skeptical, and then all of a sudden, like, whoa. And I'm not just talking about the TV. I'm talking about past films, too. Yeah. Because to tell you the truth, I didn't think Ant-Man was going to fly at all. Yeah. And it did. It was actually yeah. a really good movie. So, I mean, like, you know, if they're going to maintain this track record, I mean, they just haven't had really a stinker yet. So, I mean, like, and I don't expect this to be either. So like, I'm not expecting it to be either. Like, I... It's not for me a matter of doubting Marvel because I'm sure it's going to be a good movie. It's just it's a matter of with this and also with the Eternals. It's like because I don't like every other movie they've done. I've had at least some familiarity with with the characters. Right. Even the TV shows, like you know, you know I. Obviously, I know who Daredevil is. I, I know who, who Luke Cage is. I know who Iron Fist is. Jessica Jones, I, I didn't know that much of. But, you know, I, you know, because I basically watched Jessica Jones because it had Tennant in it. Yeah. yeah I'll admit yeah. that. Like, that yeah. was my buy-in was like, okay, David Tennant is playing the purple man. I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, but at the end of that, I enjoyed the character of Jessica Jones and, and everything else around that. And Tenet was just like, you know, take right, that right. show. Um, yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. So like, but even, so even like those shows, I at least had some sort of buy-in with, with these two movies. I don't like, because of my unfamiliarity with the characters, like I don't have as much of a buy-in as I would with a character that I know. Well, that's sort of like me on the suicide squad. Right, because I don't, I don't know, I don't know any of them characters. I mean, I only know the characters of the only characters that I know of are Harley Quinn, um, really, and Deadshot, and of course Bats. But I mean, it's not really part of that, right? Um, and that's really it. I didn't know anybody of these other characters, right? In, in the first one or the second one, you know what I mean? I have no idea. King like, Shark. I, know, I don't know these people. I know more of the characters in the first movie than I do in the second movie. Like the second movie, because it's fucking James Gunn, he went deep in the well of like C and D list villains. Yeah. To pull out some odd characters to play with. You know. <clears throat> but um, I did <clears throat> I did watch that um last trailer and it was pretty cool that they showed a little bit more polka dot man using the polka dots yeah. and sh- i thought that was really cool like, yeah so i mean like there were some certain scenes that i one one scene that i really noticed is and i, don't, I can't believe i didn't notice it in the first one but like john cena is like like outrageously big oh he is i mean like like now, we've both seen The Rock get, like, really huge. Yeah. And then The Rock looks better when he's not that big. Like, The Rock looks better when he's big, but not, like, you know, fucking The Rock looks better when he's, when he's 250, not 275. Right. Cena is, like, 
three times the rock. The the his biceps in, in this one, and I, I was wondering if they were actually computer generated at one point because they were so big that I was just like, "There's no way that's real." <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't like, remember. It's huge. Yeah. It's an interesting cast, though. It is an interesting cast. I, I think I think part of like okay. I think part of what makes Cena stand out a little bit more is he's only six foot one. Okay. I think. Let me look it up. I, I'm, I'm I'm fairly certain The Rock is six five. I don't believe that. I thought he was shorter than that. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's taller than Cena. To find out, I'm looking it up. <laughs> I didn't realize Cena was six one. I thought it was in the fivers. <laughs> yeah, Rock is six five. Damn. So. I part, you know, so when when Cena comes in at, a, at like a a, a two fifty a two sixty, that it's bigger than than the Rock at six five. You know, I mean, not just saying like you know, coming in at two seventy five for the Rock is small, but you know, I mean, like I mean. Those four inches do make a bit of a difference in in muscle mass. Right, right. Just seen like he fucking so big when he was sitting down on that on that truck. It was like holy fuck. <clears throat> I also think like I've always heard stories about like Cena's like country strong. Like even though he's from like Boston, like. Like I've always heard like guys talk about like you know his his strength is like a a country strong strength where like he's like he doesn't max out he just keeps pushing and pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, like Herschel Walker. Like I don't know how much I bench press because you know I I lift hay bales. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm throwing hay bales all day. That's how I get in shape. Like you know like and you know Herschel Walker was a fucking specimen. You know, and I think Cena is kind of the same way, like with with his leg strength and his upper body strength is like it's like he's never maxed out. Right. 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 You know, like guys have like I've never seen him like, you know, hit a wall. He just keeps he just keeps putting on more weight. You're like, Holy shit. You know, <laughs> that's a like country strong. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the trailer, I like the trailer. So that new one was good. I liked, liked on that weasel part where it's like, yeah, he's killed like forty five children. Yeah, I'm like, that's awful. <laughs> it's like, God, that's that's terrible. Yeah, he's he's eating like twenty babies. I'm like, ugh. I hope he like dies first. Like I'm not looking forward to that. You know what I mean? Like, 
And like when I first heard it, it kind of like horrified me. I was like, yeah. oh, I know these guys are bad, but oh, that's yeah, that's bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like eating babies is wrong. <laughs> Even King Shark would need a child. You know what I mean? Like oh. it's just bad. Uh, yeah. So I mean I don't think he, I don't think James Gunn's holding back, but um, I was shocked by the eating of children. I thought that was that was fucked up. I think it's it's that thing where like and I, I I've heard I heard an interview with um with with James Gunn, and he was talking. This is way back when when Joss Wheaton was still involved with Marvel, uh-huh. and you know he. He, he screened Guardians for like Marvel execs and Wheaton was there. And like the note Wheat, Joss Wheaton gave was, I was expecting it to be more James Gunn. What? Yeah. Guardians? Yeah. Oh, like wow. he was expecting it to kind of like be kookier. Yeah, yeah. Because like if you look back at James Gunn movies before, like if you look, if you ever go back and watch like Slither. Oh. It's a great movie, but it's like, you know, it's wacky as fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, I think DC was just like, well, we're going to scoop up James Gunn because Marvel fired him and we're going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Right, right, right. You know, you want to get wacky? You fucking get wacky. You want to use Starro? Go ahead. You use Starro because you're the only guy who could make it work. I think this is going to kind of be. You know, for better or worse, like an unfiltered James Gunn doing a superhero right. movie, yeah. which I'm intrigued to see. Like, no, I don't have a my my. It's like my buying with the Suicide Squad isn't the Suicide Squad, even though I'm familiar with the squad. And but a lot of these characters I don't know that well. My buying is I want to watch a James Gunn superhero movie where James Gunn is let off the leash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my buy-in. Right, right. You know. And so I'm intrigued to see what, I mean, and, I mean, fucking Capaldi is the thinker. I mean, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I don't know any of these characters, so I don't know what they're all about. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, except neither do I. A lot of them I don't know because they're, like, so, like, C and D level. Like it, so it doesn't surprise. Again, it's James Gunn being allowed to be James Gunn, and like you know, nobody else will be allowed to use these characters. It's like nobody wants to see this shit, you know. But it's Gunn, so he's gonna find the kookiest characters that he can. And then, I mean, uh, I mean who's the most popular out of these characters? I mean, aside from Quinn, uh, you know what I mean? I I think the the, the next for me is is Captain Boomerang. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's a popular. Yeah. I mean, I I know Captain Boomerang from from the comic books more, but before Suicide Squad. Yeah. He's a Flash villain. Yeah. Um. But after you get past Captain Boomerang, who's Idris Elba playing? He's playing Deadsport. I can't remember, but he's he's not playing 
Deadshot. Because, you know, even though it's basically... Like, you could tell when Gunn wrote the script, he was writing it for Will Smith's Deadshot. Well, it's just the continuation of that story from the look of things here. But then when they couldn't get Will Smith, he had to change it up. Nice. You know, but... Um, I wonder why Will Smith didn't do it. I don't know. I can't... I, that's the thing, like... I. I think I think Will Smith had a bit of a, an allegiance to David Ayers because he went and did that Netflix movie with with, with Ayers, the one about uh mad the, the whole magic thing. That, you know, he had the orc for the uh, the partner as a cop. Oh yeah. Like so, I think he had a bit of an allegiance to David Ayers, and like DC was kind of like they were gonna work with him, and then they're like, yeah, we decided not to. So I think Will Smith had a bit of an allegiance to David Ayers. Don't quote me on that. I don't know that for certain. But, um, right. but I think that may have been what happened. I see. Because <laughs> he was supposed to do that. He was, he was supposed to do like a, a Suicide Squad sequel. And then he was, you know, he was supposed to be involved with Birds of Prey. <clears throat> and... You know, he got strapped from that. So, I mean, I, I'm not quite sure what all was involved with that, but I, I don't think they had an amicable split. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead and uh, dip our Tony old mailbag. Yeah. Mailbag. Burp, burp. And as always, we have an email from our good friend, Superfan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who have more technical difficulties than I have vibrating underwear. <laughs> Yuck. I'll bet Nancy and Superfan Thad can do an awesome podcast together. I bet we call it the Pole in the Hole podcast. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Sean said Nancy said Sean was better looking than Vince McMahon. That's like Sean like saying Sean was the smartest kid in the short bus. <laughs> well, that's you know. You didn't hear because I I you don't listen to the show and but I was doing a Vince McMahon impression, you know. <clears throat> you were. Yeah. I I've been I've been working on it. It's not very good. Uh, you're fired. You know. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the whole thing again, but just to bring up the speed. Okay. Sean, your mom was knocked, knocked up when she got married. I did the math, as you said. Well, I, I did say it was a shotgun wedding, so, but yeah, I'm glad you did the math, my friend. Yep. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> yeah. Sean. Tell Nancy the Fast series is ass trash. <laughs> I would rather suck Ian's dick than ever go to a theater to see that crap. Oh, wow. Ooh. Something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> definitely on my Christmas list. Well, here, here's the thing that we're not like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Neither of us are rushing out to the theater to see. Like the conversation we had, and I, mean, I kind of continued it 
from what you and I discussed using some of what you said yeah. was about, you know, people not going, what, what's it going to take to get people into the movie theater? And I'm interested to see, you know, what the, the, um, the numbers are for the fast movie as we, as we discussed. Right. Me and Nancy aren't in a rush to see it in a theater. Like we're not, we're not rushing out to see it. It's not something that either one of us is interested to see in a theater. It's just one of those things where like we, like, when it's on, we'll watch it. Like when it comes on HBO, I'm right there. Right, right. You know, I guess now it's on Peacock. You know, but either way, it's a it's a franchise I've just been watching for so long. I'm you know, I have to see it through to the end. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're good movies at all. They're they're fucking brain candy. You know, right, right. Yeah. It, it that is just that's the you know, some things you just buy into with shit like that. <laughs> so after going to the pirate game this weekend i realized i have not watched baseball in a long time and boy it does not resemble baseball no first there is some shot clock in between batters so they get in and hit right so they get in and hit right away you were limited to five mound visits per game um, no vendors stroking out yelling popcorn, cotton candy, or even beer at your seats. Wow, that is shocking. Yeah. Uh, there is even an instant replay. Is this freaking football? The no-name manager for the Pirates threw a red flag to challenge a play at first. I saw a shift where there were two freaking right fielders, and no one was covering third. The closest guy was at second base. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I get that. Like, I hate. The, the, the problem is with the shift is players are being taught not to hit the opposite way any longer. Okay. Like batting for average is like a no-no. Like if you, if, if, if you bat right-handed you know, you 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 go to left field like you're supposed to. If you bat left-handed, you go to right field. Like, don't try to manipulate the play and try to hit the ball the other way or or try to put it just put it in the play. No, they just want you swinging for the fence. Yeah. One through nine, swing take. for the fence. You know, yeah. it's all about launch angle and all this other horse shit. And like I like I, I heard somebody say, you know. The type of baseball I like is boring baseball, but to me that's baseball. Like put the ball where they ain't. So if you want to do a shift on me, I'm I'll take it to the opposite field. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm paid to do. I'm paid to get on base. You know. Right. right. But this this philosophy any longer based upon the, the metrics is, is all about, you know, swing for the fence. And so when you do that, you're more likely to just go in the same direction. And when you show a tendency to go in the same direction, they just shift on you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it may, I mean, it, it's it's stupid. I hate it. But that's what baseball has become. I only know five players on the roster. The Pirate Parrot, Sauerkraut Saul, Oliver Onion, Chester Cheese, and Jalapeno Hannah. Is what her name is, Thad. Oh, wait. That was the pierogies. I guess I don't miss baseball. 
it's uh much like football, it's an evolving game. Like the, the the way they play, I don't appreciate it. Like I I, I I'm a you know I was a Tony Gwynn fan. Tony Gwynn didn't hit home runs. He he hit singles. He hit doubles. You know he put the ball in play. You know? mm. Like you know. So to me, like that's that's playing baseball. Uh, what they do now with like everything that they, everything that they're being taught and the metrics and everything else, it's it's not fun to watch in my opinion. But like football, football's evolved. Like, if you look at football over the past twenty years, if you if you look at the style of offense they've run in two thousand one, two thousand two, compared to how they're running offense now, it is vastly different. Right, right. You know, the game has evolved. Like, it, you know, you you went from, like, you know, a three-receiver set being a third down, you know, formation to now it's a, it's a first down formation. Right, right. The fullback is all but gone in football. You know, it, it's um, – I formations don't exist anymore. You know, right. it's all single back sets with three wide receivers and the tight ends even split out. So it looks like four, you know, it's shit like that. Like, you know, the power football is gone. You'll never see power football again. Yeah. You know, there are some teams that will play it like Baltimore with, you know, with, with Jackson, you know, their, their running options and stuff like that. That, that. But, you know, as they've shown, once you get to the playoffs, that that's brand of football does not seem to work any longer. You know, um, it, it is a much more of a, you know, you, you're not going to win games, you know, 14, 10, 17, 13. You know, you're, you've got to win games 27, 21, you know, 28, 24, shit like that. I get it, it's that's how the league has evolved. And whether you like it or not, that's just that's football at this point. Right. It's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. Sean and Ian complete a podcast without issues. I mean, what is Tim's wiener up to? <laughs> Funny. Um, you'll never guess what what Tim Tim what he did this week. Tim's wiener was chasing Beaver through the house, and Tim's wiener hit the wall. Now, Tim, excuse me, Tim has a sprained wiener. Have you ever seen a wiener in a cast? I've seen one in a bun. Hell, I've seen one in Sean's mouth. <laughs> Never in a cast. I didn't know you were following me around at the McKees Ford ABS. Bump, bump, bump. Tim got one broke wiener. Tune in next week to hear what Tim's wiener is up to. Okay, I gotta go. I got me a big sausage pizza. I love that place. You should try it sometime. Big sausage pizza. That that sounds like a, a Pornhub lookup, if you ask me, my friend. <laughs> uh, that's just me. What do I know? Um, Speaking of uh, fast food, did you see Joe Lynn's burn down? I did see that. Yes, a sad, sad day. That's crazy. In, uh, in my house, <laughs> my parents' house, not my, not my house, but my parents' house. I was like, that's shocking. That place has been there forever. 
It's decent pizza. I mean, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's good, good food. Not, it's not bad. You know, like I said, I mean, they've been there just forever. I know. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, yeah, weird. Yeah, hopefully they can they they can rebound from that. Cause I mean that, that's like I mean, not that the area needs another pizza joint. <laughs> I mean that because I mean that's one thing like we have an abundance of, but right. um, the town of Liberty Borough does not have much. Like they have the gas station, they've got the uh, the deli across the street, and that's like about it. You know, a couple of bars. So like that was like an institution, Liberty Borough. They'd been there for, like I said, like for a minimum of thirty years, right? Um, as long as I can remember. And uh, so it's just it's sad to see an institution like that, you know, possibly go away due to uh, a tragedy like that. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Hopefully they'll, you know. Yeah, hopefully they, you know, they can find a place near where they have been for for thirty plus years and rebuild and. Yeah, because I mean, like, <clears throat> it was the cheaper option to Pepinos. Yeah. Pepinos has like Luciano prices, which I I don't know. Yeah. Don't really understand, but. I mean, if you order from the difference is you ordered from the two. Um, you're saving at least fifteen bucks on a on a Joe Lynn's order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. remember getting like when. In the keyboard, <laughs> when I lived there, you just didn't order Pepino's pizza. Yeah. I mean, you just, you just didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah. just wasn't very good pizza. Um, but this one in Glassport has good pizza. Yeah. But, I guess that, that mama Pino's in White Oak here, I've never ordered from. Because I don't. Like it's like a thing of like I, I know in the, the one in Glassport's very good, but I don't know if this one is or not. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm don't hesitant know. because like any other pepinas I've ever seen, they suck. Yeah, no, you know? but the one in Glassport's really good. Yeah, but yeah, the I, I mean, it's like, I don't know what it's like now. Yeah, I'm just talking from years and years ago. Yeah, the original pepinas. Yeah. So. Yeah, you never order from there, and you never order away from Broadway Pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pizza tips from the Keysport. <laughs> yeah, right. Where did you get them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, man, I'm good. All right. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. Uh, was I burp? Well, you can send us an email like Thad does each and every week. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're really easy to find. And we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. Uh, you can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the uh, Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. 
Uh, just give them a Google search and you can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for that and greatly appreciate your support. Yeah. Shanks. <laughs> and so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>